0: some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Welcome to this episode of Equipped to Be. I'm your host, Connie Albertson. Today we're going to talk about what do you do or how can you help someone who's going through a crisis. We're coming up on the end of 2022. And there's been a lot of change. A lot has happened in America, around the globe. I know we have many listeners from countries all around uh, the globe. And thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your feedback. I get to hear from many of you. I've, I love hearing what's going on in your lives. I love hearing when a show has blessed you or encouraged you or helped you in some way. That always just delights our hearts here at equip to Be. This show exists for you. We want to be a support and encouragement we want to help you run your race, even on those days when it gets hard and weary and you don't know how you're going to afford eggs, how you're going to be able to pay your bills, where your next paycheck's coming from, how you're going to manage the children that you have, those, even those that are acting up and acting out. So the show exists for you. And every time that we plan out the shows and what we want to talk about, it's really bathed in prayer. Again, this isn't just an opportunity to jump on a mic and blab, because your time is valuable. When you tune in as you're folding laundry or waiting in the carpool line, or you're just having a little morning devotional, and you turn into Equipped to Be, I want you, at the end of the episode, to say, I'm glad I invested 30 minutes of my time. So let me just say this. Crisis is all around. Change is all around. And it has been like this now for well over two years, coming up on three years. It's hard to believe, isn't it? But when somebody is going through a crisis, uh, in 2020, when the uh, COVID was pandemic was breaking out, I did a series for a large broadcast company called Hope in Crisis, and they were just little snippets of what what you can do that there is hope in a crisis, and. I haven't really come back to that until recently that I'm seeing more on social media. I'm seeing more people have diagnosis, uh, cancer diagnosis, loss of a loved one, loss of a job, loss of a, a wayward child. And there's such despair and so many prayer requests. Just pray, pray. And it got me thinking about crisis and change, even in my own life. I touched on it the other day in the podcast, and you know, I've had my own seasons of crises. They happen. Sometimes we talk about them. Sometimes it does us good to talk about them. And sometimes we're quiet. But what can you say or do as a friend, as a spouse, as a mom or dad with your kids? In a business realm, what can you do to kind of help them to show the love of God to maybe have an element of compassion or empathy or just be there. Well, that's something that is so unique and I've given it so much consideration because what one person needs to hear is going to be very different from someone else. And for, for me, I don't need anybody to solve my problem. When I am going through a difficult time, which is you know what, what I'm currently going through right now, when I'm going through a difficult time, I, I don't need problem solvers. I just need people to continue to point me to the Lord. Not with cliche statements, and I, I don't mean cliche in a negative way, but just, oh, you know, God is good. He is good. God will bring you through. He will bring you through. Focus on the Lord. I think that is wise. That is absolutely right. We need to tailor what we say when someone is going through a crisis or a massive change in their life. We need to be thinking through how will that person receive the words, the actions, or the gifts that we might give. Perhaps we mentioned, we talked about this in the last episode, perhaps you have somebody who just wants you to sit with them. They they don't want to even talk. They don't want to explain everything. They're not external processors. They're they're deep thinkers. They have to think about all that's going on and just having somebody by their side just to sit with them, just so that they know they're not alone, can be invaluable, can really feed their soul and make them feel that sense of there's somebody there. There's somebody that's there it's not judging me, that's not trying to give me three simple steps to fix a problem, but they're just there. But then you have other people that are external processors. I have some kids that are internal processors and external. Some, they absolutely do not want to talk about what's going on. They think about it. They pray about it. When they get to the end and they're starting to like make a decision, they might discuss it to get additional feedback. But none of them actually want somebody to solve the problem, to say, do this. So if you have an internal processor, they may want you just to sit with them or go have lunch and talk about anything but what's going on in their life. They may appreciate a little note of encouragement, just, hey, thinking about you. I'm praying for you. God brought you to mind. Or they may love just a little piece of chocolate left on their desk or on their car or at work or on their pillow or on the kitchen counter. Just something that they know would say, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. See, God does want us to bear one another's burdens. But the way that we do that is going to look very differently, very different from one person to an next, And that's okay. That's the way it's supposed to be. I do love to externally process when I'm really going through something difficult. And when I personally want to kind of think through something, I do have a, a deep, deep time of spiritual reflection, seeking the Lord, Diving deep into scripture, recalibrating my mind. And so when I talk with others, often I'm just kind of needing a sounding board. Maybe that's you. And maybe it's not. And maybe you're the kind who you just want somebody just to have empathy. Hey, I understand it's a difficult time right now how can i pray for you sometimes they don't know they don't know how you can pray for them and they'll say it's i don't know so if that is you or if that is someone that you know i'm just going to tell you it's okay to be that way there there's not a right or a wrong way necessarily as long as you're working through the crisis that is thrust upon you or you are walking through the changes Uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and you're not stuck. Getting stuck, that's not good. But thinking deeply about it, trying to solve the problem, maybe talking with a few very, very close, trusted friends, maybe your spouse, maybe it's your mom and dad, whoever that person is. Here's something that I want you to consider. When you do go to advice givers, listen intently and then step back and pray and ask the Lord, is that how you want me to handle this situation? Is that the right way to go? Is that the right way to handle this crisis or this challenge? All advice givers aren't necessarily going to have the exact right advice for you. They may share some great nuggets. And you might want to really spend some time with careful consideration. Because God does use others to speak to us. But that doesn't mean everyone. So I want you to be very careful who you allow to speak into your life when you're in the middle of a crisis. Make sure it is somebody that you know does take the time to bathe their responses in prayer. Make sure that it's somebody that you know is grounded spiritually. That is their due north. That's where they get their source of strength and energy. Because otherwise you're going to end up with some pretty interesting, (laughs) maybe even crazy ideas. So be careful of that don't give those cliche answers like i said in the very beginning or pat responses if you have a friend that's going through a crisis or a big challenge and you don't know what to say you know it's okay to say i really don't know what to say but i'll sit here with you can i pray with you for you can i pray over you it's okay to not know what to say. And you know something else? It's okay to not know what to do and not be able to tell them, well, this is what I think you should do. Another thing you want to be careful of, whether it's when somebody is going through a crisis, is being so dogmatic as to think, well, this is what I should do. If you're not being asked what you should do, then you don't need to share what you would do. If you're being asked You're free to express, well, this is what I would do, but I'm not saying that's what you should do because sometimes we need some levity from another person's perspective. Well, I wouldn't put up with that. In reality, they might if God told them to walk through something really hard. But as we wrap up the end of this year and many of you are facing challenges, crisis, health concerns, struggles with your family, struggles with yourself, your own personal anxiety. Maybe you're wrestling with a medical diagnosis or an injury. Your crisis is very important and relevant to the Lord. And he cares deeply about what you're walking through. And he wants to use it in your life to encourage and to equip and to shine a light for others. That doesn't mean you have to be all, I'm great, I'm wonderful, because you might not be. It also doesn't mean you have to be, oh, it's terrible, it's awful, it's the worst thing in the world. There's, there's a balance to both sides. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen the Winnie the Pooh series, but you got the Tiggers and then you got the Eeyores. Eeyores can be pretty downers, pretty negative, can always see the glass half empty. (laughs) Rarely do they see the glass half full. And you get Tiggers who always see the glass half full and rarely see the glass half empty. The amazing thing is there's not one right way, there's your way and how you handle your crisis, your change, your challenge. And you know, you interface with people all the time who are going through something you probably have no idea about, if they invite you in, step in as far as they allow you to enter. But it's always good to let them know you care, you'll pray and then pray. Don't be one of those that say, I'll pray for you. Like the hundred times you do on social media and I'm sorry, I may step on some toes, but I know you'd be in prayer 24/7. For all the requests that I'm seeing, when everybody quickly says, praying, 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 maybe you do. And I know I'm going to get some mail on this one, but if you say you're going to pray, pray, otherwise don't say it because prayers matter and we do need to be praying for others. But when I started this, what someone needs to hear when they're going through a crisis, they just really need to know that you're with them, that you love them, that you're going to be with them you're going to enter as much as you can or as much as they allow you and you'll you'll pray you won't judge you just suspend that judgment don't grade them on how well they're doing and how much better you would do it or how much worse you would do it remember that God has made you fearfully and wonderfully you're going to process the world around you in your own unique way That's your spouse, your children, your parents, your friends, your colleagues. But just know, everybody is usually going through something. So give them some grace. Walk alongside where you can. Be slow to speak. Be quick to hear. And be a fervent prayer warrior. And that's how we actually help others that are going through a crisis. Don't be afraid to ask for help when you need it. Don't be prideful. Everybody else is going through stuff. Don't think that you're intruding on others. Those that want to enter will. Those that can't, won't. Don't judge the ones that can't because they may not have the mental capacity, the ability. Maybe there's so much going on in their lives they can't take on another thing. And maybe... That's not where God wants you to walk alongside with somebody at that time. Because you can't walk alongside everybody that you know, but God will put it on your heart to walk alongside those, specifically those that he brings your way, that he impresses it upon you to kind of walk with them. Lean into it. Don't shy away if God's leading you to do that. Because there is hope in crisis. God is working in and through you as he changes us, molds us, forms us, fashions us into the person that he has designed us to be. We have a race and we're here to equip you. That's why equipped to be exists because we are equipped to be a doer of God's word. And that is so multifaceted. As we lead into the rest of the 2020 calendar leading into Christmas and making plans for the new year. If you're discouraged or if you're hope-filled or if you're somewhere in between, know that Equipped to Be is here for you. We want to lock arms with you. We'll walk with you, beside you. We'll be praying for you, as we always do. And when you tune in and you put pop-up Apple or Spotify or whatever podcast you actually listen to, or you click over there at ConnieAvers.com and you scroll through the list of episodes that we have. Just know that it's for you and that we'll be here as long as you continue to tune in. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Give us a review. Those reviews are so important. Uh, We are encouraged by what you have left, what you've said. Follow us over on social media. You can follow me at ConnieAlbers.com. You can be on social media, Connie Albers and on Facebook, ConnieAlbers.author. I just want to see you and connect with you. I'm here with you in the trenches as we're doing life to glorify the Lord in the calling and running the race that He's given us.